Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. With the sixth pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the Orlando Magic selects Anthony Black from the University of Arkansas. This is an A in my book. Uh, this was someone who many people thought would last to number eight. I thought that was too long. Here's the reason. This is a tremendous overlap of perimeter size, basketball IQ, and defense. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay tastes like Kool-Aid for the Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, normally broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, but we got Kyle Sutherland back there because me and Joe are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock once again. It is always awesome to be out here. It's awesome to be able to check into the great food that they're going to have and the great specials that they have going on and, of course, the scenic views that they have here as well. But uh, we, we make about once a month. Sometimes we come out here in our own personal time, but always love coming out here to Twin Peaks and hanging out and having a good time for the next three hours. Uh, it's going to be a great time. As we get ready for the weekend, they have plenty of specials going on. They have the Neon Bikini Party today. They have Happy Hour that starts at 2 o'clock. Bourbon and Brew starts at 5 o'clock, so there's going to be some crossover of specials, and both those go on till 7 o'clock a day. And then, of course, if you're here late night, happy hour is from 10 to close. So there's a lot going on here at Twin Peaks to enjoy with the specials. There are drink specials during happy hour, apps for 2 4 and $6. So you can find everything you want here at Twin Peaks along with all the sports and plenty of seating inside and out. It's been a lunch rush, plenty of people here already today and enjoying probably getting off work a little bit early on Friday. Yeah, that's why I love these people that are always here while we're here is not only because we're here and we get to hang out with them, but also because these are people that more than likely are getting their weekend started a little bit early, and that's what it's all about here at Twin Peaks. It's about having a good time and getting things going, which I uh, know it's, uh, it's a beautiful day, a little warm side, but it's nice and cool here, just like the beers, which are always below freezing here at Twin Peaks. So uh, we're going to tell you about all the things that they have going on here, and again, with all the, the sporting events happening, it's going to be a busy show, because not only we're going to have Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports joining us at around 1.30, and we'll recap the NBA draft with him. We'll have Steve Sullivan of KATV in the 2 o'clock hour, Travis Swanson, former Razorback, and also a former NFL player. He'll be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour, too. Of course, we'll get to your phone calls and text messages if you want in on the conversation at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at Neighbors, And that's what's great about uh, being here, too, is having all these different TVs at Twin Peaks and seeing all the different sporting events. A lot of these TVs are focused on what happened last night with the NBA draft as not only of all the players that did get drafted, some of the trades that ended up happening, some of the movement that ended up happening, and uh, it ended up being an exciting night for a lot of people, but especially Razorback fans who got to see three of the four players that looked to be drafted all be drafted in the top 40. It was good for starting it off at number six overall, Anthony Black going to the Orlando Magic. We heard a little bit about that yesterday, that he was going to get close to that top five, so he goes six overall to the Orlando Magic. They have some good young players there, so he'll fit in, and they're trying to build that roster and become a better team and have a chance of getting into the playoffs. And then you have Nick Smith Jr. going to a similar situation with the Charlotte Hornets, where he and Brandon Miller both go to the Charlotte Hornets, and they join Mellow Ball. So they have a good young core group of players, and they're trying to take that next step and get to the playoffs and 
see if uh, over the next couple of years they can be better teams. Oh, yeah, because you got something going with right now at Anthony Black. We'll start with him. Uh, you know, being able to be uh, somebody who uh, talks about the, the, one of the top ten players in the draft and uh, we even mentioned yesterday that moving up in the mock draft for ESPN, he was flirting with being a top-five pick. Didn't jump into that top-five spot, but being drafted sixth overall to the Orlando Magic. And uh, what's wild is that he's the highest draft pick from the University of Arkansas since Joe Klein. How about that? 1985, as he went sixth overall, Sydney is still the highest-drafted player in Arkansas history, where he was fifth overall in that NBA draft. But uh, just an awesome moment and an awesome thing to be able to see how it all went down throughout the night. And uh, I know we'll, we'll jump into the specific players for Arkansas and some other players outside. But now it becomes, okay, no longer wondering, okay, if, if this player goes to this team, how are they going to fit in? What role are they going to play? You know, what, what's it, what's it going to look like? Now it's official. It's like, okay, you know that Anthony Black is going to be playing for the Orlando Magic. And you know that if you are a team that drafts a player like Anthony Black that high in the draft, you're expecting big things out of him. You're expecting to be a major part of the organization moving forward. And the Orlando Magic, uh, you know, they've had some years here and there, but have been pretty irrelevant over uh, the past few years especially. So now becomes what can Anthony Black provide, not saying just in his first year, but just overall in the next few years for an organization like Orlando who's trying to get back into the playoffs. Well, they have him as, as a point guard, somebody that can get everybody else involved in the game. They had the number one overall pick last year, Paolo Bancaro, so they moved back a little bit. They had some progress this past season, but ultimately what they want to do is they want to get out of these high drafting position spots based on their record. Now, if they happen to make some trades and and they get into uh, a top drafting position spot, that'd be fine, but they want to be one of those playoff teams that you're not drafting so high, and that's kind of what they're trying to build here. So for Anthony Black, he can continue to play the way that he played at Arkansas as far as getting other players involved, but at times being a playmaker himself, and then it's going to be about improving shooting. And that's something that we talk about with NBA players all the time. Players making that jump to the NBA, they all want to continue to work on their games and improve on shooting as much as they can. Oh, yeah, he's a guy that has so much versatility to what he brings, and being a six foot seven guy that can that can pass as good as he does and plays defense as well as he does uh, there's a reason why people were really falling in love with him and why the magic decided to go with him with the sixth overall pick and in fact uh, jeff whiteman the orlando magic president of basketball operations even said quote anthony is one of the smartest players in the draft we feel he has an elite level of understanding of the game he's a multi-positional defender at a very high level not just he can guard guys but he can guard guys really well he's the type of guy who is selfless his game represents who he is as a person and he's all about his teammates he's all about raising that ceiling for others and he's quite the unique talent so uh really high praise yeah high praise and i think that with uh with orlando and with what anthony black's going to do is you know is it something that's going to make an immediate impact year one you're hoping for that and you're hoping that that's the case but you know he's a player that has so much upside and you know we talked about the shooting i know some other people talked about his shooting and how it just wasn't uh where it needed to be uh, or where you would expect it to be to be a guy that's drafted as a guard position that high but as we kind of talked about yesterday can you develop from being an average shooter into an elite shooter once you go from college to the nba probably not it's usually either got it or you don't but you certainly can get better at it and you can start to find ways to be involved and to score in various ways and uh, I think that's what Anthony Black's going to be able to have an opportunity to do is not just be able to be better at the, at the scoring element, but uh, if he can develop that threat uh, even more so than what he has right now, suddenly that opens up everything for everybody else and makes him a, a bona fide tough player to guard uh, in the league, especially against some of the top-tier talents. And we know that he's a good ball handler, but you have other players on the team, and Paolo Bancaro, who was the number one overall pick last year, he's a guy that can handle the ball, and now... Anthony Black is able to help out and take on some of those responsibilities and take the ball out of his hand so much where you make him more of a playmaker and not have to worry about handling the ball so much. So that, that'll be important also to just kind of divvy those roles out and just everybody, you know, make them a better team overall. But as we know with basketball, it's not even about certain players being in certain positions around the court. 
We know that it, it has become more positionless and players move around a lot more. So Anthony Black, we've seen him at times in a Razorback uniform be that guy that he's going back door and getting some lobs at the rim. So he has the size for that, and then he has the size to defend well. And also, with the other player being drafted in the first round from Arkansas, is Nick Smith Jr. Now, he may not have gone as high as what some people thought he would have gone or some people were hoping that he would have gone, but still goes in the first round as he was taken 27th overall by the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, he was a guy that, once the name his name was called and everyone saw it on TV, he was extremely emotional, uh, just broke down and uh, he's a guy that's been through a lot and uh, been through uh, injuries and been through a lot of pressures and a lot of stress and a lot of strains. And uh, to see that moment happen for him, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see how much it meant to him and meant to his family. And he's going to try to step in there in the Charlotte in the position at Charlotte. And as you mentioned, Joe, have some uh, some talent around him because they also drafted Brandon Miller there with number two overall. And uh, we know that uh, they have Alonzo uh, Ball there. They have some guys that can really score mellow and really ball. get or, a mellow ball. They really have guys that can that can uh, get it done and make it work. And so uh, that may be a situation, honestly, where, yeah, it may not have been as high as he wanted, but couldn't end up being a blessing in disguise and in the long run be better for Nick Smith Jr. He's played ball with Brandon Miller also, so those guys know each other as teammates. They play in the AAU system for Brad Beal's team, so they have some history of playing together. So with what the Hornets did, they really had a really good draft, and especially in that first round where you get a player like Nick Smith Jr., who he was uh, slated to be a higher pick than he was, top five, maybe top ten, if we're sitting here this time last year. And then, of course, throughout the season had some injuries and some things to deal with and kind of slid down the board. But you're getting two players that were projected a year ago to go really high in the draft, you have them on the same team. Yeah, and I think that what uh, Jeff Goodman was saying last night, he's always been really high on Nick Smith Jr. and uh, was basically when he got to the the 20s and he hadn't been picked yet or selected, he even tweeted out, and I know a lot of people agreed, uh, that he's like, they're about somebody's about to get a steal with Nick Smith Jr. Like that He's going to be a player that has so much tremendous upside that uh, he's a caliber player that could have been drafted top 10 overall, but him following... He's still going to be that caliber of a player, but you get him later in the round. And that's what happened last night with Nick Smith Jr. And, you know, he had his injuries. I know a lot of people didn't get to see him at his full potential in his one year at Arkansas because of those injuries. But I think that there's no doubt that with Nick Smith and knowing the, the career path that's in front of him, knowing his uh, potential and knowing his just ability and his, and his basketball mind, like there's a reason why he was the number one player in the country coming out of high school. That's not something that's given lightly to anybody. That's not something that's just thrown around. There's reasons why there are people that have scouted people and have seen, okay, what does it take to have this caliber of player be given this type of honor, being the number one player, because there's a lot of talented guys. They gave it to him. I think that uh, whether it's in Charlotte or whether it's in some other organization in the NBA, Nick Smith's going to have a great future in front of him in the NBA where he's going to be playing for many years to come, as long as he stays healthy. But that's just the way it is with every player. Nick Smith can be explosive on offense also. And we didn't see a lot of that at Arkansas and, and him getting to the rim. We saw it at times. But he uh, he would shoot that floater quite a bit, and he didn't make a lot of those attempts. So that's something I'm sure he's probably trying to make sure he refines in his game as, as far as that floater and trying to make a lot more of those when he gets in the lane. We're just getting started here on Out of Bounds, folks, as we are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock, and we're actually live streaming, too, on our video here in Twin Peaks, not just uh, something to where you see a picture. You see us here at Twin Peaks, so if you can't make it out here from 1 to 4, then you can at least watch us there on the live stream on our Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube pages at 1037 The Buzz. But come, come by Twin Peaks. Say each Drink Scenic Views. You're listening to us right now. Come by, you get a card for a free mozzarella cheese bite. There you go. So you get a deal if you come on by and see us. We'll be out here till 4 o'clock this afternoon. we got more Out of Bounds coming up next, so stay with us. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. This is Sports Center. Big night for Razorbacks basketball. Three Arkansas players were drafted last night in the two rounds of the NBA draft. One more signs on with a team. Anthony Black, 
was drafted number six overall by the Orlando Magic. In school history, he was followed up by Nick Smith Jr., his fellow backcourt mate, who went number 27 to the Charlotte Hornets. Then the draft was rounded out by Jordan Walsh, who went number 38 overall, drafted by the Kings, but ends up going to the Celtics via a trade. And then Ricky Council IV signed a two-way contract after not being drafted. He is now with the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Attention seafood lovers, Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Bradford Marine and ATV is extending inflation buster discounts on all tracker boats. Like the Sun Tracker Sportfish 22 with 115 Mercury outboard and a $2,000 inflation buster discount. Or try the Tahoe T16 with 75 horsepower Mercury and a $3,000 inflation discount. Or step up to the Tahoe T18 with Mercury 115 outboard and receive a $4,000 discount. Your discount is available now at any of the six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized tracker dealer. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort. Plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. Red, white, and dew savings are happening now at the Home Depot. Prep for all the summer guests and gatherings with up to 60% off select patio sets now at the Home Depot. Shop and save on a wide variety of sets and styles to find what suits your patio best for another season of hosting with the most. (sighs) Find the perfect pieces for your space with up to 60% off select patio sets. So sit back and relax into red, white, and dew savings happening now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boarhead deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How's my protege? Jeremy. Yeah. He. J Bone. J Bone is, believe it or not, he's getting married. What? What an idiot! Oh, what a loser! Good, good. More for me and you. On 1037 The Buzz. The world is 
Till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes All the words past the margin The whole of mic I'm throbbing Mechanical movement Understandable smoke That murderers move with The thief's theme the Play me at night They won't act right The fiend of hip-hop Has got me stuck like a crack pipe The mind activation React like I'm facing time Like Pappy Mason With pins I'm embracing Wipe the sweat off my dome Spit the phlegm on the street Sway Tim's on my beats Make my cypher complete Weather cruising in a six cab I'm on tarot deep I can't call it The beats it's out of bounds, live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. Going to have Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports join us here in about five minutes. Looking forward to catching up with him and recapping the NBA draft, in fact, uh, because uh, there is a uh, few players that also we have to mention dealing from the uh, University of Arkansas because uh, we talked about Anthony Black and Nick Smith, of course, being drafted uh, in the first round. But we also have uh, uh, Jordan Walsh being drafted in the second round in the early part, 38th overall, which was an interesting thing because it was going to be with the Kings, but then traded actually to the Boston Celtics. And so uh, he gets a great opportunity to, to go up there to Boston and be a part of a, a contender team right now. We know that over the past few years they've been one of those teams that have flirted with the finals, been in the NBA finals, and uh, now they're uh, a team that's had some trades and they brought in Porzingis and you know, more Marcus Smart, but Jordan Walsh gets added to the mix and I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he can fit into that role and if it's something he has to work his way into or if it's something he can make an immediate impact in. Well, it's a great situation for him overall. The Celtics are so deep, and even if he's a player that has to come off the bench, they have players that come off the bench and play quality minutes, and they are a deep team always, and they just have a lot of that, a lot of talent throughout that roster, and he's somebody that can add to that mix. Also, uh, we had an interesting comment from Brad Stevens, who actually talked about Jordan Walsh and uh, had some high praise for him. Take a listen. He's a good prospect. He's to restrict the salary cap and everything. Yeah, I mean, I think the value of second-round picks. What you liked about Jordan Walsh, and then how does maybe the new CBA change how you view draft picks and just to restrict the salary cap and everything? Yeah, I mean, I think the value of second-round picks is obviously. Not only it's you know you not only have a tool that you can use in trades, but also you have the ability now with the second round exception in the new CBA that um, to to do some things. So he's um, he's a good he's a good prospect. He's he's young. Um, you know we don't expect him to come in and you know take the world on fire in the first you know couple of months summer league first year. Um, he has a special ability um, laterally and with his wingspan to like swallow people up defensively. Like he's he really he really creates havoc with his arms and with his energy and with his with his ability to move his feet. Um, he's a better shooter, um, and we had him in twice for workouts. He's just getting better and better. Um, and I've always thought his touch looked good, but he looked hesitant at times. Um, and so, you know, I think over time he'll become a, a really good shooter who has the athleticism to finish and drive closeouts, but will always, you know, his, he'll be ahead on the defensive end to start. Pretty high praise there from Brad Stevens, who, of course, has seen a lot of talent, drafted a lot of talent, and uh, knows what talent takes to be able to get put him in position to be successful. So that's, uh, that's uh, awesome to hear from Brad Stevens when he's talking about Jordan Walsh himself. That's what got him there. It, it got him there on defense and potential. He's a guy that he was able to show a little bit more of the shooting ability through the NBA draft combine. And then having those workouts, like Brad Stevens said, when they had him in, they got to see him shooting, uh, they got to see a little bit more of it. So they like what they saw, and, and they got him on the roster. Now also, Ricky Council the fourth, who did not get drafted, he uh, signed a two-way deal, actually, with the Philadelphia 76ers, and it happened pretty quickly after the draft ended. And this was according to Shams, who uh, was the one that reported it, because for those of you who don't know, the two-way contracts allow players to be rostered on an NBA team and its G League team affiliate at the same time under this contract. Players may play up to 50 games under an NBA team, and each team is allowed to have two players under two-way contracts. So uh, Ricky Council being able to go that next step and be able to possibly do something with the Philadelphia 76ers. So uh, still three players drafted, and uh, you know I think Council's in a good situation and going up to Philadelphia. And who knows, maybe he can find a way to play some games, uh, find his way on that roster, and find a way to have an impact there in Philadelphia. Well, as a two-way player, he'll be able to go back and forth between NBA and G League and kind of work on his game and 
that's a really good situation to be in where you are able to refine your game in the G League at times and play against some similar competition, but then get up to the NBA level and, and just continue to progress. Let's go ahead and talk more about the NBA draft as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in our guy, our basketball aficionado, Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports, friend of the show. And Bobby, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Good, man. How are you guys doing? Well, man, we're doing great. We're hanging out at Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. I've been talking about the NBA draft from last night, which I know that there's a lot of storylines to come out of it. And, of course, we talked about the three Razorbacks that got drafted. But just starting with the uh, draft in general, what did you make, especially of the top picks there? Was there any surprises to you, anything that you liked, didn't like? Just your overall impressions of the, the first few picks there from last night's NBA draft. I mean, I think the Hornets are a disaster, but that's what happens when you let Michael Jordan sold the team have final say. Like, I, I think Brandon Miller's fine, don't get me wrong, but Scoot Henderson's better. And to let an owner who is on the way out have final say of a draft pick makes no sense. Um, but it's, I mean, it's somewhat splitting hairs. You take Miller, it's just when you're that bad and you're picking second, you don't worry about fit. Just take the best player because you need help. Um, other than that, I thought it was pretty standard. There was no real surprises up top, I would say. What did you think about the selection of the Thompson Twins and the situations that they go into? A man going to the Rockets and then Asar going to the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? I think they're kind of at the top of the second tier um, when you look at, like, you know, kind of tearing out the uh, the prospects. I think the Rockets, I don't know how good they're going to be. They're super young, and they're going to be excited to watch. I mean, you pair him, you pair a, a man with, with Jalen Green and Ben Wynn and everything, and, Jabari Smith and everyone else that they have down there in Houston, there's a path for them to start building and, and kind of being decent in a couple of years. The Pistons, I don't know, like Asar, I, I really like him. You're pairing him with Kate Cunningham. The Pistons, I don't know, man, they just don't have any that they still have good players, which, which is a problem. Probably why they're going to be picking in the lottery again for the you know the next few years, but. I like. I think both. You know, both could get more of a consistent shot. I think they're going to be really, really good players. I like a men's fit in Houston better. How quickly can the Spurs continue with number one overall pick Victor Wembanyama? They, of course, have to put players around him, and they don't want to put the pressure on him to just carry the franchise right away. But he is said to be one of those generational type players. So, uh, what can they do to get things turned around? as far as from last season to this season and, and just be a better team in general? Yeah, I think it'll probably take at least a year, right? Because still, you're still talking about a rookie. And even, you know, the greatest rookies, how big of impacts have they had in terms of taking a team that was one of the worst teams in the league to, a, a you know, a playoff team or something like that. So it's just, it's, I don't know, like, I, th- I think he's really, really good. I-, I do think the generational talent is accurate. It's not hyperbole. Even with Kelvin Johnson, they have some pieces. We'll see, you know, and they're still free agency. That's the other thing. We're talking about incomplete rosters where we'll get a better idea come, what, two weeks from now, whatever it is, where we can sit there and say, you know, there's a path for the Spurs to be like in the play in or something like that. So I also think, you know, the Spurs are smart, right? I would be surprised if Wemiyama plays. 65 games, you, you, you got to somewhat protect an asset. Um, so it's it's tough until we see a full roster. But again, they have pieces. It's just what do they? How do they? How do they finish out the roster? Also, Bobby, of course, we're going to ask you about Anthony Black, a guy that, of course, followed very closely here in Arkansas with us, and uh, a guy that was projected to be a top 10 pick, and maybe was a little bit surprising where he made a late push in some mock drafts and ended up going sixth overall to the Magic. Uh, you know, the Magic franchise has not really been very relevant, and who knows, maybe that can change here in the next few years, but uh, what'd you make of Anthony Black going that high in the draft and also going to a team like the Magic? Because uh, I saw that people there in Orlando, were, some weren't really excited, but some were very suspect because of the lack of shooting that people have brought up so many times with him. Yeah, it's a legit concern, right? Like he's, I mean, you had watched it for what, 35 games last year. 
he's not a great shooter, and that's not insulting this game. It's a fact, and and it's one thing that kind of annoyed me with like the show yesterday. They were refusing to talk about weaknesses. Everything was positive, but it's a, it's a weird fit going to Orlando because they have so many guards, and so many guards that fit like exactly who Anthony Black is in terms of a playmaker without a great shooting ability. So who do they trade, right? Like, the trade sucks when he's still on the roster. So it's like, until they, you know, Markel Fultz still on the roster, you just go down the line and say, well, these guys are all the same. And, you know, I would say if you take Black, you view him as, as a guy you're keeping unless the Magic have something, you know, completely, you know, up, up their sleeve that no one can see. But I just don't, it's a weird fit until they trade someone because I don't know how, like, what, how do you differentiate Anthony Black from Suggs, from Fultz, and everything else when, when they are kind of all the same exact player? What do you think of what the Magic also did at number 11? They took Jed Howard, a guy who is a better shooter. But as you mentioned, they do have a lot of those guys, similarities on the roster. But then maybe Jed Howard becomes that player that does give you an upgrade in shooting from the guard position. Yeah, it felt like a little bit of a reach. Like, Howard is a really good shooter, but... You know, Grady Dick was available there. Cam Whitmore was still available there. They felt like better options. I know they needed shooting help, but I think Grady Dick is probably a better shooter. I, I, I would say he is a better shooter. I mean, Jordan Hawkins was available. I think Hawkins is a better shooter than than Jet Howard. So it felt like a little bit of a reach. That was another one where you kind of looked at who's available and just went, what are the magic? Because it's hard to kind of figure them out because they are just all over the place. It made sense in terms of, yes, we need a shooter. But they had other options who I think are better players than Jet Howard. I don't know. Like, you know, John mentioned earlier, the Magic are just kind of a franchise that's there right now. That's a compliment to them and the nicest, like, the nicest thing I can say about them. Speaking with Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Bobby, I know a guy that, uh, uh, you're quite very uh, uh, fond of, or at least uh, goes to the school that you root for, Cason Wallace from Kentucky. He came into Arkansas, and we saw what he did in Bud Walton. It was incredible. And uh, it seemed like you know some people were varied on where he would be drafted, but got drafted 10th overall to the Dallas Mavericks. A lot of people were very excited and thought this was a great pick. And kept bringing up the thing of, like, oh, you know, there's a lot of guards that went to Kentucky that weren't exactly having great college uh, years. But once it got to the NBA, they turned it on. Do you see Kaysen being that type of player once again where he's a great fit, he'll, he'll end up being uh, a legitimate player, or do you feel like maybe this was uh, a little too high uh, for him and it may take him a little bit to get it going there in Dallas? Well, he actually got traded to Oklahoma State. Um, so he's paired with Shea, which is I think you can put either of them on the ball, off the ball. I think both are comfortable. Um, I, I was confused when I saw Kaysen Wallace projected like late teens, early 20s, because... Of his versatility, like he can play on ball, off ball. He's the best perimeter defender in this draft class. And again, like, yeah, it's at the point, this isn't just being a Kentucky fan, where you kind of have to trust that Kentucky guards are going to look better in the pros than they did for their one year at, at Kentucky. Like, just thinking off the top of my head, the only two that really excelled more in college that, that didn't have great NBA careers for a variety of reasons, Tyler Ulysses. Deron Lamb, like Brandon Knight, you can maybe throw in there, but everyone else, like every other guard, has turned into a, a, a either a starter or a key role, a key player on in a role for team. I kind of think that way with Wallace too, because you know he does a little bit of everything, right? If you want him to score, he can score. You saw him do that. If you want him to defend, he can defend. He can facilitate. Like he. You had some assists, you know, games with assists where that was his job. And, and I think, you know, he gets to play in, in Oklahoma City where he has a star in Shea. Um, get Chet Holmgren in there. You know, the Thunder weren't awful, right? Like, they competed this year. I'm not saying they're, they're great, but he's not going to be asked to do too much, and that kind of just lets him do his thing. And I think that's the best-case scenario for him. Bobby, what do you think of some of the moves that the Golden State Warriors have made here lately? They draft Brandon Pajemski at number 19 overall, but they add Chris Paul to the roster, and they trade away Jordan Poole. Yeah, you had to trade away Poole. You had to. Like, You don't get punched by a teammate in the face, have an up-and-down year while making – like his contract isn't great. 
and sit there and go, oh, no, let's run it back. You know, if, they, if you get to the, the, tight, uh, the finals or something like that, maybe you do it. But yet you had to get rid of, you had to sell, you know, you had to trade pool. The Paul, like, I, I'm the biggest Chris Paul fan. It's a weird fit, man, because what do you do? Take the ball out of Steph Curry's hands? That doesn't seem smart when Steph Curry is one of the best players in the league. Um, Paul's game, especially now at his age, like, go to see wants to fly up and down the court, and Paul is methodical. So, I don't know how that's going to fit. Um, you know, you hear Chris Paul, and you just go, like, yeah, that, he's awesome, so that should work, but I don't know. And Yeah, I mean, the pick was fine. It, 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 he kind of fills Jordan Poole's role, role without the baggage, so, you know, you, you just kind of do it, but I don't know. The Warriors are in a weird spot because, you know, you have, what, uh, probably three years left in the window at most, and you gotta, you, you know, you gotta hope you get one more. Yeah, and Bobby too. I know that there's always these talks about any time a draft happens in any major sport, but particularly in this one, do you feel like there's one player that was overvalued, someone you're not believing in that got picked very high, and maybe a player that got drafted a lot lower than you think that was undervalued and may end up being a lot better? Yeah, I, I think Cam Whitmore is the answer, and that's kind of the the, the easy answer. Him falling to twenty was wild. Um, he was projected, you know, potentially top five, top ten. There's some, you know, some reports about his medicals. He's claiming he's fine. This, I mean, you're talking about a, a five star guy, you know, a McDonald's All American who looks like a pro. He'll figure it out. I, I, I kind of feel, I kind of trust that. I think, I think, he, you know, him, the Rockets getting him at 20 when there were reports of him potentially looking at four is a steal. I mean, that, that that's when it doesn't make sense. The top ten again. Anthony Black, he's just in a weird situation. Until that roster figures itself out, it's like, is that worth the number six pick when you had all these other needs? I think the same thing with um, uh, Wendy's teammate. I, I can't pronounce his name. Blau, Pude, or whatever. Going to the Wizards. I mean, the Wizards are going to be god awful next year. It's just a tank job, and uh, you know, it, again, when you, when you bring a guy over like that who who is still kind of raw, he's not a finished product project. That can go one way or the other. So, you know, in terms of the top ten, those are the two where you kind of look at it and just go, all right, how does this shake out? You know, and it, it's going to be impossible to tell until three, five years down the road. Staying in school seems to hurt players more than it's helping them these days. Adama Sanogo, Drew Timmy, Oscar Shibway, these are all guys that return to school and then they go undrafted. What do you think of that? I don't think it has anything to do with being in school. I think it has to do with being a big man that can't really shoot, you stink defensively outside of Sonogo. Um, I mean, I've watched too much Oscar Sheway. I mean, the guy can't, he can't guard me. And I haven't, you know, I'm 36 years old at this point. I don't get around him on a screen. Um, Timmy, same thing. He's a liability defensively. Sonogo, is, I, I thought, had a chance to get drafted. I would take the shot in terms of NBA game. I think Sonogo makes the most sense out of those three. But I don't think it has anything to do with going to school. It's just the way the game is. It, you know, it, it took Sonogo to really adapt his game and surround him correctly for Chicago to win a title. It's just, it's just kind of how it is. I mean, what traditional big kind of has gotten gotten drafted? Yeah, I have a feeling it's probably going to be the same with uh, Hunter Dickinson next year, right? Like, isn't that probably going to be the yeah. same concept? Yeah, I mean, he's got at least a little bit more range. You know, if he can continue to shoot the ball well, but defensively, you know, he's not great defensively. So, I, I, I don't know. It's like you, you gotta. You almost got to be a stretch big or just be awesome defensively. You can't be a traditional big anymore. Well, hey, Bobby, we appreciate you hopping on, man. It's always good talking basketball with you, and it'll be exciting to see what all turns out with this NBA draft. Enjoy the weekend, my man. I know we'll be catching up with you later down the road. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Come on out and see us. We'll be here till 4 o'clock this afternoon. Going to tell you about all the great specials that they have going on. And, yes, we're looking at the temperature right now. The beer is under 30 degrees, so it is cold on this hot day. Come on out and see us. Hang out with us. We're going to be out here till 4, and we're going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on an easy Friday show live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock.
RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download and you get real cashback for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cashback just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway? Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back. Okay, I'm stopping to download Upside and fill up my tank. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SIMPLE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SIMPLE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SIMPLE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Hey, this is Trey Johnson with H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. You know if there's an accessory for your truck, we carry it. Now, let's talk trailers. Need a trailer to carry your golf cart to the golf course? We got it. Need a trailer to carry your side-by-side to the duckwoods? We got it. Need a trailer to carry your cattle to the sale barn? We got it. Need a trailer to carry your bulldozer? We got that too. Trailers from Delta, Stagecoach, BCI, and Good Guys. H.J. Trailer Sales, 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Find us on Facebook or online at hjtrailersales.com. The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind, August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. The year is almost halfway over, and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. The treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across Central Arkansas are having life-changing results and there's no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you're doing right now and call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Once again, that number, 501 501- Saline County, it's the day you've been waiting for. The official grand opening of the Summerwood Sports Complex on Highway 5 at the Bryant Parkway exit. And it all starts this Friday morning with Morning Mayhem broadcasting live from the complex. And you're invited too. So come on by and say hi, check out all the gyms, and also grab you some free breakfast while you're there. Then make plans to come back later that same evening as the Summerwood Complex will be hosting a basketball game between two of the most talented AAU teams in the local area. It's all happening this Friday with 103.7 The Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. <laughs> okay, you can owe me. On 1037 The Buzz. Come on, baby, it's a typical everyday one night thing. It's a typical. 
the range and roll over I just really wanted to hold you Every time get to know you That's a good chick Before it's all over I'ma meet this chick Probably treat this chick more better Cause if you ain't no thugs and ladies go together Popping my collar partner Who in the spot Baby rule in the spot In the mug in the watch Love me Half of y'all hate me Half y'all love me The ones that hate me Only hate me cause they don't trust me And they say I'm lucky You think I got If you're shopping for a vehicle You wanna get to Guadney Chevrolet Guadney has best deals in the market Been doing it 60 plus years Give them a call, 501-982-2102, and get great deals at Guadney Chevrolet. Right now, $2,000 off in stock, 2023 Equinox, up to $7,500 off new Silverados, and that's when you trade in a 2009 or newer. 5.9 is available on for 72 months on Silverados when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Everything new is as low as 6.99 through GM Financial. Pre-owns, they're good enough for mom. They're not going to put you in a vehicle they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is an Easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. We're live from Twin Peaks, hanging out, and uh, it's always a good time when we're able to come out here. And they got a great crowd that's been steady throughout the show, and it's going to continue to be that way. And uh, get to see uh, not only uh, people getting their weekend started early, but also enjoying some of their happy hour deals, which it's going to start at 2 o'clock, and it goes from 7 o'clock, and then 10 p.m. to close. So you have two happy hours all throughout the weekdays, and uh, it's going to be happening, which you know a big rush is going to be happening here in about 10 minutes as well. We have another card to give away now, so if you're listening and you come by and say hi, you say out of bounds, you're going to get a card for free chips and queso when you come by Twin Peaks. It's easy to say, folks, out of bounds. You say that. You get it, the prize. It's it's that easy. So, yeah, come on out and see us, and we'll be out here till 4 o'clock this afternoon. So uh, a lot of things going on that uh, we got to dive into, even though we've gotten to mostly of the NBA draft, but a lot of other things as well. So let's jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We mentioned the Razorbacks get three players drafted in the top 40 of the NBA draft. All of them were the McDonald's All-American freshmen with Anthony Black going sixth overall to the Magic. You had Nick Smith Jr. going 27th overall to the Charlotte Hornets. And Jordan Walsh going 38th overall in a trade to the Boston Celtics. Ricky Council remained undrafted but did sign a two-way deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, it's the most players that have been drafted from the University of Arkansas in one draft since the 90s, early 90s, I should say, when it was Todd Day, Lee Mayberry, and Oliver Miller. So very historic and also uh, the most players in the SEC that got drafted from one school. So, you know, hang that banner and start making those graphics because that's a big deal and a little trash talk that you can have towards some of the other SEC schools as well. But last night, there was an absolutely incredible College World Series game. And uh, I know that we've been busy, so we haven't had a chance to talk about it. But, wow, LSU eliminating Wake Forest, doing what is so difficult to do, and winning two straight against them, knocking them off. The final score, two to nothing in 11 innings. And it could not end it in a more exciting way as Tommy Tanks. Tommy White cranks a two-run home run to walk it off, and it'll be LSU and Florida in the College World Series Finals. But I know people talk about what way they like their baseball games, high score and low score and defense, pitching, whatever it is. But uh, I watched that game from beginning to end, and it was about as good of a college baseball game against two opponents that are heavyweights with two phenomenal pitchers. To go that long, with or every, every base runner mattered so much. Uh, ended up being a great game and a great ending as LSU moves on. Extra innings, that says it all, that what a battle it was, and it came down to the very end. 
LSU getting the walk off though, dramatic fashion. Yeah. They move on to the college World Series championship series to take on Florida. Yeah, it's Paul Skeens was the guy, man. He was uh, eight innings pitched, two hits, and nine strikeouts. Won me a lot of money with Bet Saracen. Thank you for that double R prop bet there, Randy. You got me some money because he was phenomenal. And even louder. Feel bad for him, too, because he was great. Seven innings pitch, only three hits, and had six strikeouts. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, at the very end, the guy, uh, Menachi, who came in for Wake Forest, was the guy that had been talking a little bit of trash, saying, who can beat us? Who can beat us? Well, you threw one pitch, and Dylan Cruz knocked it out of the park, and they beat you, and they eliminated you. So I guess that is who can beat you it was this time around. Tommy Tanks, not or, Dylan Cruz. Or, did I say Cruz? Yeah. Oh, I say, okay, my bad. Yeah, Tommy Tanks. Yeah, Dylan Cruz has also been great. But, yeah, the, Tommy Tanks was the one that was getting it done. But, yeah, now you got LSU in Florida, rematch of 2017. Which, of course, in that one, Florida was able to win the World Series. But uh, LSU's flying high, and that game will be starting on Saturday. So big game out of them. And uh, that that was just, uh, again, phenomenal. And I think it was funny, too, seeing uh, Jay Johnson just keep on talking about those transfers, man, that he had all up there. He's like... If you want to, if you're in the transfer portal, it's where you need to be. This is what we do. So, <laughs> doing a little recruiting wise in the press conference, great right way to do it. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. It's it's the way that you have to do it, especially in this day and age, and the and the way that uh, the portal works and can be to your benefit while you're still playing. Uh, I think that there's a lot to be said about that as well. Uh, also, in some other news, uh, we know with the uh, NBA draft, there was uh, a lot of things that were uh, going on with trades and and everything too, but. Uh, you also had uh, a few historic things that were going on. Like I thought it was interesting with the Thompson twins uh, to make NBA history as, as top five picks. Uh, you know, we see twins or brothers that have been drafted in the same time or in the same draft and have been uh, successful or are played on uh, in the NBA and whatnot. But uh, to see two players get drafted top five and that have to be brothers and twins and everything is is a unique thing that you won't see very often and maybe never again because of the rarity that it is. Well, it was only second time. It was Lonzo and, yeah. and Melo, not, and they weren't in the same draft, but they're two brothers that were drafted in the top five, so that's the only other time it's happened. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Because I always think of, uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones too, like the Lopez twins. I know that they weren't uh, you know, drafted top five, but still, like they played at the same years and played in the NBA, I guess Brooke Lopez had a much longer career than Robin Lopez did. They're still playing. Uh, Robin's still playing. Is he still playing? Okay. Yeah. So that shows how much I know about the Lopez twins. Got to keep up with them. I think this is a different situation with them, though. Yeah, and then uh, the Griffins, Blake and Taylor oh, yeah. Griffin, they were both drafted. Oh, yeah. But, they, you know, Taylor was drafted because of how good Blake is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a few times that that's happened before, and uh, family affairs are nothing new to here. But we'll have some more headlines to talk about as the show goes on. We are up against it. We're live. It's Twin Peaks here in Little Rock, so come on out and see us. We'll be here till 4 o'clock this afternoon. When we take a top-of-the-hour update, we'll tell you more about Twin Peaks. We'll also have Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us. We'll get to him and his thoughts not only about the NBA draft last night for some of these Razorbacks, but also the College World Series, as well as more of your phone calls and text messages without a bounds live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at 40 